The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 121, season 5, episode 31 of Two Miss P's in the podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. We are getting to episodes now that outlast the jingle, the opening jingle. So normally when we first started, just noticed it there, it'd be like, and the other Mr. P, finished jingle. Yeah. Whereas now, because we've got a, with 121 episodes in, too many syllables. It is crazy. We're still after someone who could make a new jingle, by the way. You don't like the intro, do you? Well, I, I think we've come too far now. I, I feel like it's one just... of those where, you know, you wouldn't change the Friends theme, would you? I mean, no, that's because that's still an absolute tune. I'm not putting, I'm not putting, dee, 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 <laughs> on the same par as, uh, as oh, yeah. the Remembrance. Yeah, but is that right? The Remembrance? <laughs> the Remembrance? It's the clapping it. They were, is that who performed it? The Remembrance? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so we have to start off with apologies for not having an episode last week. Um, but we were very, very busy recording the audio book for book number two. So that was uh, that at, at most of our week last week. So we just couldn't find any time. Uh, obviously, with all all the other stuff that's going on, um, but yeah, it's recorded, it's ready to go. We are now, well, three weeks ish yeah. until release. Yeah, um, and we would love your support with it. So if you've not already ordered, this is your own time you're wasting. You can get it from anywhere: WH Smith, Waterstones, or Amazon. I know a couple of people have had an issue with Amazon, but I think it should be sorted now. So yeah, if you want it in time for the start of the summer holidays, so you've then got the six weeks to sit back and enjoy, um, you can do. And remember that every pre-order counts towards our first week of sales and the best chance we'll have of getting in that best uh, bestsellers list again, Sunday Times bestseller like book one. Yeah, and I I just want to add that there was a couple of messages. I think last last uh, year when we released um, put a white paper towel on it, it's quite a few people commenting on posts and stuff, going, "Oh, really love you, lads, but um, I don't want to be learning about school or you know reading about policies and things like that." You are wrong, <laughs> outrageously wrong. Uh, this this book or both the books, in fact, but they, especially this this new one, uh, this is your own time you're wasting, is purely comedy. It's just purely stories, uh, nostalgic looks, everything that you can imagine. So if if it's going to do anything for you, it will make you not dread September as much as you may be dreading. Because uh, what it's always like in the summer, you know, you get towards the end of that, you know, August and you think, oh, no. But then when you read some of the hilarity that happens from day to day in schools, which we touch upon in, in the book uh, through amazing tales. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if anything, it will make you fall in love with a job all over again. And if you don't work in schools or you have children at school or you just you basically just do whatever uh there's something in there for everyone i can guarantee it so yeah please help us 
uh, try and climb those charts. We really, really do appreciate all the support with everything that we've been doing. Um, and I guarantee you will find this book absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so as, as a way to try and entice as many of you, because honestly, I'm saying this now, everyone who listens to this episode with the numbers we average each week, if each and every single one of you bought a copy of the book, it would go number one Sunday Times bestseller, Shimples. Which would um, be amazing for two school staff. Yeah. You know, current school staff members to, to achieve. With, with no pen licenses between them. Yeah. And, yeah. well barely legible with many a detention for one of them yeah yeah um <laughs> so the way that we've done this second book is it's very much uh an extension of the first book so the first book was sort of uh, establishing ourselves talking about our journeys in school at the beginning before then going into the observations and you know more sort of personal stories of what's happened to us and and that sort of thing so it's more general you know assemblies was a chapter and then school trips were a chapter and this that this second book is much more linked in with the usual podcast features yeah so there's uh, a chapter on random things so i take a sort of nostalgic look at just the weird stuff that happens in school well weird stuff we all went through in school um there's then because one of the one of the favorite bits of book one was the little section we did on show and tell so we thought right okay let's go further so there is then a whole chapter on show and tell, on things teachers have had to confiscate, <laughs> uh, all that sort of stuff. That's cracking. Yeah. To be fair. Um, then there's a whole chapter dedicated to the man, the myth, the legend. Well, it's not dedicated to him. It's named after him. It's named after him. Yeah, we've got a what an O chapter with some of the most outrageous tales you're ever yeah. likely to read. So that's a cracker as well. Yeah, then we've got Out the Mouth of Babes, which is a chapter just sharing just hilarious stuff that kids have come out with, said, misinterpreted. Burns. Yeah, Burns in there as well. Then we've got a chapter all around disgusting. Yeah. And I had to record, like, the intro to the chapter is where that comes from, which is obviously that viral video. So I then, in the audio book, had to do a... So I'm just going to apologize now. If you end up doing the audio... One thing I will say about the audiobook is those sales don't count towards a bestseller. So if you are on Audible, just use one of your free credits, but also buy the book. That'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, uh, injuries. We've then got a chapter on teacher confessions. Oh, adds, that's up there for me. Yeah. The confessions are brilliant. Yeah. The weird parent interactions as well. So plenty of stories on just awkward, cringy things oh, that parents crazy, yeah. weird complaints all that sort of stuff um a chapter on teaching sex ed which was funny recording that because there's some again misconception <laughs> just yeah yeah and then uh, that chapter's not that long but at the end of the day as we all know length is not that important <laughs> yeah and then um there's a chapter on staff meetings which is more around like you know the the some of the things we got sent about the worst staff meetings anyone's ever had and then i do a chapter at the end all about sort of what it's like well what it was like going through the pandemic because we actually wrote the bulk of this book while still in the pandemic so it was sort of a reflection on that um and sort of like i did in the last book talking about the incredible job teachers and school staff do so again hopefully a bit more of a positive spin on it um so yeah it's there it's ready it's three weeks on on thursday um we'd love your support with it you can you can go over to amazon grab your copy and so yeah that was the, that was why we couldn't do an episode last week 
Um, and I tell you what, it takes it out of you. I'm not going to lie. You sat there, yeah. so physically, but mentally, it is draining. And it's so, because you get to a point. So we recorded a session together on the, was it the Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night. So I was in school that day, followed by a tag rugby tournament. So I actually got to the session a little bit later and then straight into it. And we were there from like five till nine. So I think we got most of our bits done by about half seven, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Touching upon eight, wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. I thought, right, well, I'll try and get some more of my bits that, you know, because there, there was more that I had to do. So I, but it got to a point round about half eight where the, literally every cent, every word I said, I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Because I just couldn't get it out. I was just that tired. And then the guy was like, I tell you what, mate, why don't you go to the toilet, have a little break? Uh, and that normally gets you going again. So I was like, okay, yeah. So I went to the toilet, had a bit, came back, still the same. <laughs> Five minutes later, he was like, I think we call it a day. But we managed to get it, get it all done and dusted. Um, so we're just waiting to make sure the edit's fine and then it'll be good to go. But, um, but like I say, We'd love your support with it. We know you guys are absolutely amazing in the way you've supported us with absolutely everything we've done. So, um, yeah, this one would... I, I, the thing is, I think, obviously, we're all very busy at the minute. It's that time of year. But, um, yeah, this will not disappoint, I don't think, anyway. Um, and if you've enjoyed the first book, and I'm going to share with you one of the one of the one of the reviews on our first book that I uh, stumbled across the other day. I very rarely take a look um, at, at the reviews, but I thought oh, I'll take a little look because obviously I was seeing where book two is. This one, right here we go, from a Mister Reader. Enjoy this one. Total waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great read. Less funny than his Facebook videos, and that really says something. A teacher who thinks he's funny, but is actually a poor writer. From a Mr. Reader, who hasn't capitalised Reader. Uh, and I'd like to add to that, um, that it wasn't a verified purchase. All right? No. So, so I think a little bit of a troll. A yeah, a troll. Oh, little troll. But well, I, I also think jealousy is key. I think there's some jealous fools in this world. And the majority, you know, the feedback we've had on everything, not just the books, the shows, the actual podcast, it, you know, there's, there's a reason why we're still here doing it and we're still... Because like you were saying, I mean, you know, the last couple of weeks, just with everything, has been... And I'm not, you know, I'm not speaking on my own here. I know yourself, um, everyone. It, like, it, it's so funny. I was speaking to a couple of co-workers and... You think you and I'm sure we've said this, you know, when we've recorded within the last couple of weeks of the school year. You think when the sun was shining as well, and you're thinking these, it's going to be so chilled, so nice, so calm. You've got children who feel like there's nothing left to play for. (laughs) You've got, um, you know, transitions. You've got school trips. You've got, you've basically got everything. I mean, I have to say. I am, I am, go, I'm going through the depths here, um, recording this podcast because my last week or so has been truly, truly hectic. I mean, talking audio book, uh, I've had athletics competitions with school, which were amazing, but so tiring because I yeah. feel like I ran every race, I threw every shot put, I did everything, uh, trying to support our amazing kids. 
and then there was uh what else was there and then i did an overnight residential uh camping which uh i mean you know you find those people don't you who love camping and and a hats off to you yeah i am not one of those i am not and do you know what i think it is genuine i think it's purely a size thing because my body the morning after sleeping in that tent it was broken beyond (laughs) beyond repair i was and the worst bit was we'd 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 taken you know we'd taken basically a full year group a few members of staff and then i did the overnight so i worked full day in school then went straight to the to the place where they were did a couple of activities, had the food, did the campfire, did the old Mr. P's campfire quiz, right. which was nice. Uh, I put, uh, did a picture around, put Matt Hancock um, as one of the pictures because I thought, you know, these children will have seen a lot of him over the past couple of years. Mark Zuckerberg, they thought it was. Really? Um, yeah. Well, so, I had, I, just, just going back to that, I had a funny story just linked to that right and language warning with this so quick in with a little story that that it links i was teaching my class a lesson on democracy first slide was a picture of boris johnson with the caption who is this man all 30 children put their hand up to answer i told them i would count to three and they could all answer at the same time 29 out of 30 children said boris johnson one child sat right in front of me said bellend Well, you can't. I mean, Do you know what? That's fine to say because we live in a democracy. I'd say a dojo for everyone who said Boris Johnson. Three dojos <laughs> to the kid who said Bellin. Um, yeah, so it was, and then I, we went to bed. It was probably by the time the staff kind of called it, the children had quieted down. It was like half past twelve. I thought, right, I'll go into this tent now. This is this shows my lack of camping. Nous didn't bring a pillow. Oh, what? Yeah, didn't bring a pillow. So I thought, right, I'll just... What did you think was going to happen? Well, no, I just... I don't know. Did I thought they might have provided pillows. I went on a residential a couple of years Who? ago camping. No, I went on a residential <laughs> a couple of years ago camping. You're and, camping? No, but they <laughs> provided... No there was a camp bed there with pillows on. So I went So I went in my tent and I had these mats. So I lay on the mats and ended up using a sleeping bag like it, within the bag to use as a pillow which was far too uh steep which caused yeah. neck issues crazy and then literally i looked at my phone and it was about zero zero fifty nine, and oh. i thought right and then just you know when you're in that you're in that zone where you just dozing a little bit you can feel yourself drifting and then i heard and i went and i just shone my torch and there was like five Dob off Beatles. Like, really? honestly, I thought they were going to say, I thought they were going <laughs> to help. Yeah. I need somebody. <laughs> help. So I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. So then I scooped them all up, threw Ringo them out, threw them out my tent, then put the zip down. And I thought, right, we go again. <laughs> we go again. <laughs> so I lay down and I finally drifted off. Now it was one of those where you know what it's like every hour on the hour. You wake up, you're checking your phone, you're thinking, oh my God, it was getting light, like 4am or whatever it is. And then and then, just as I was like pretty much in the deepest sleep I must have been in, there was these scratches at my tent like someone was trying to get in. And I was just like... <laughs> it turned out to be 
four Arctic monkeys. <laughs> <Bet they're... laughs> no, so it was, I was honestly, it was all a blur. And uh, <laughs> you're just dreaming. You're I, called in an oasis. Na- I called 911. Oh, um, that's not a proper band. What? You've ruined it. You We've got gone. my body shaking. <laughs> Beatles, Arctic Monkeys, Blur. You missed my Oasis one, and then you come in with nine one one. Oh, seriously! I'll take it. Anyway, uh, um, turns out it was a fox. Smash your pumpkin. It was it. It was a fox. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what the fox said. <laughs> This music theme's going to continue. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I went outside and I pushed it away and I said, take that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, in all seriousness... <laughs> trying to think of some now. I, know, yeah. oh, I had such a bad one then. I was thinking like it was a shocking night. It was Savage Garden anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, it was so manic. It was <laughs> Street Preachers. <laughs> no, so anyway, yeah. Were you cold? I, no, but my like. whole body was sore. <laughs> My was neck, it? my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but I was, I was struggling. Then the next day, I had a rounders tournament. And I'm not joking. I walked in school. So I'd done the overnight in the residential. Another member of staff took over from me. I mean, what a shift from me there. Went and did the you over... What? I mean, that, that, that is something that very rarely gets spoken about. Not just you, but any teacher that goes on those overnight residentials. But then comes just, back for the school day and yeah, misses yeah. the activity. Yeah, because I don't know, like, I don't suspect many teachers get that time back in lieu. No. Do they? No, because like, you I- go to a residential, don't get me wrong, there's some perks, depending on where you go on the residential. And I remember I was at, I did a training session at a private school, like a grammar school. Oh, yeah. And we were sat to get the lunch every day. I must have talked about this, to get lunch every day. And then one teacher was like, oh, yeah, next week I'm off to, uh, off to like uh, south of France or somewhere in France. I was like, all oh, right, what what you do? Oh, just doing a recce for a skiing trip we're going on. Oh. So a recce is basically where you go and do yeah, you like- a practice run to yeah. make so... It was like you make going- sure it's all in sync. Yeah, so they were yeah. going for a few... <laughs> <laughs> you go- all in sync? Come on! <laughs> You're going for a few days just to ch- scope it out. Yeah. But with no kids. So well, you just I mean, on... You're on a jolly, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You are, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so then I had rounders, then got home after rounders, quick kind of half an hour with my kids who I felt like I'd not seen. <laughs> Plus we were like, Daddy, can you play? Daddy can't move. <laughs> um, and then we had to, then I had to sit in a car for three and a half hours um, because the weekend just gone. One of my best friends and an avid podcast listener, Mr. Charlie Mulcrone. Yeah. Uh, huge shout out, Chugs. Uh, had his wedding uh, in Bath on Saturday where... Uh, stop stop you there. It's Bath. Oh, sorry. In Bath. In um, Bath. They went to Bath. And uh, luckily, you know, we're all close with Charlie. We're close with his family. Um, he spent many a night at our parents' house back in the uni days. Uh, so my well, We can confirm he got a pillow. He did get a pillow and Big Mike's cotton traders fleece as <laughs> yeah. a as a yeah as a quilt as a quilt yeah and um yeah so my mum and dad you know you and Claire me and Kim Ryan and Janine we're all there and obviously if you've been on the Facebook group and stuff we post a couple of pictures uh the three Mr P's I posted uh which was met with enthusiasm I'd say uh, I'm not sure you'd appreciate. A lot of a lot of distaste 
for the lack of socks. Oh, right. But listen, I, I'm not calling it. I'm not calling it. People need... To, uh, you don't wear socks with loafers. If I wore a pair of socks with those loafers that I was wearing, it would have looked ludicrous. Luda. Nice. Honestly, God, like, what is? Whenever I, I, I posted a picture of me and Claire on Instagram, and I had about, well, there was only a couple, but not. Oh, looking, looking dapper. Looking like, sharp. Wear your socks. Well, I've, ch- I've not forgotten my socks. It's a fashion trend. The actual thing to it is because your ankles. I've said this before. I'm sure the last wedding we went to, where I didn't wear socks, I got grief. But you, 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 you're. I mean, I I rarely see you in socks. No, I wear socks. I wear uh, Siri. You can pipe down. I wear. Socks. <laughs> he doesn't own socks. <laughs> I wear socks, but if I'm wearing loafers or if I'm wearing trousers that are cropped, there's no socks. That's the whole fashion mm. of it. I'm sure Chris Ramsey was talking about this on his podcast because he's been wearing sockless loafers on his new TV show. Right. I'm very jealous of, and. Um, He's been getting grief The loafers well. or the TV show? Both. <laughs> um, but yeah. BBC3 need, need to sign the two, Mr. P's. I'm saying that now. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you work at BBC3, put our names forward. Listen to that music banner. Go back and listen to that music banner. <laughs> um, <sorry>. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if your name's Elton yeah. or John. <laughs> just sign us up. But yeah, so no, but I, I, I know what you mean. Uh, our brother was getting... Uh, quite a lot of positive yeah, attention but then once they speak to him <laughs> <laughs> no he's actually on good form yeah, I mean, I've uh, never been more envious of my brother uh, in my whole life because he's quit drinking altogether yeah and completely he was in. saying about how it's you know giving him it's a lot better and so uh, I woke up on the Sunday morning I wasn't even that bad I drank a lot but I wasn't even wasn't on your standard anyway um, <laughs> you weren't sat with the old boys the old harlequins team yeah but if I was I wouldn't have then got tucked into bed by my own mother yeah. at 33 after nearly burning the marquee down <laughs> and when I talk about burning the marquee down ladies and gentlemen I'm not talking like he's throwing shapes on the dance floor I'm talking he crashed into a table knocking candles over with alcohol everywhere Claire had to run round and just like throw water on to stop the spread yeah at the end of the day um, that was just completely accidental I I tripped up and and hit the table it was it was a complete fluke it wasn't like a it wasn't like an aggressive um, flip of of any sort of table I'm not a fire starter Um, (laughs) (laughs) well you're certainly not a prodigy um, but no, but I mean, in all fairness, before we do say, what a wedding, what a oh, day, yeah, it was a great uh, day. unbelievable crowd. The, I mean, I, like I just said there, our friend is a coach at Harlequins Rugby Club and loads of the Harlequins coaches and players were there. Um, and I was sat with them at the table. I've been sent some videos. It was just, it was just such a class day. And yes, I made it home an hour earlier than everyone else. But do you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way Two. because what a day and one hour. Um, um, even though I'm gutted because at the wedding, there was a piano man and how great. I mean, I told you about him from the previous year because I'd met him the previous year. Basically, this lad, I'd love to give him a shout out. I know he's called Adam. Um, it's just Adam and his piano, but I don't know what his deets are, but I will find them out. And he is just amazing. And he actually gave me a shout out because he wanted me to duet with him uh, later on in the night. But unfortunately, he had to be told that 
uh, Adam, other Adam, had been firmly posted uh, into bed. But, you know, congratulations to my friend Charlie and his new wife, Charlie, uh, otherwise known as Charlotte. I will say that wedding had potentially some of the best speeches I've heard. Great speeches. Great yeah. speeches. Great speeches. But I had a, there was a moment that was like, so obviously uh, we get recognised, well, some more than others, but we get recognised. Oh, so I'm, I'm man enough. It doesn't matter. All right. So you I get, get... recognised a lot, right? <laughs> um, I'm starting to get a little bit more <laughs> yeah. um, because I wear it. If you're there. I'm the other Mr. P. <laughs> From two minutes of the podcast with a massive picture of you on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but no, you're I'm right. I'm this guy's brother. So, you get, so yeah. obviously, we're there with we we're both we both played rugby all the way through our lives. Like our kids play rugby now. I'll come back to this in a second because it's a funny story. But um, I we were there, and the night before on the Friday night, there was like a little drinks for the guests at the botanist in in Bath. Um, where I actually got recognised by someone, just a, a random person, so whoever that was, thank you very much. But then Adam Jones, the Welsh international prop, who has hit all... Le- there's not... He's not done... There's nothing he's not done in rugby. Well, you're talking 95 Welsh caps. You're talking yeah. five British and Irish Lions caps. So he <laughs> did is... You, did you look at his Wikipedia page after meeting him? Uh, no, well, I did it before a video that I did with him, which I will mention as well, right. because, but you carry on. So, um, and he's very distinctive, you know, he's absolutely massive and he's got big curly hair. Um, so you notice him straight, you know, you know yeah, who he is. A, and I've watched him Six Nations, British Lions Tours, World Cups. So he was there and I was like, bloody, I'd, like, I'd love to get a picture with him. Um, and anyway... Just after the wedding, we're all on the lawn and we're drinking, and he's sort of next. He sort of stood next to me, and I'm like, "This could be a chance here. Get in nice and early, get a nice little selfie." Now, as he as I turn to him, he just turned round and go, "Oh, I warn you now, my wife's a bloody big fan. She'll be want. She'll be all over you later." And I was like, "Again, apologies about the accent." And I was like, "Bloody like what a moment to have someone who has done everything in rugby." And then later on, when I met his wife and and that. Someone else who was on our table was. It looked. He said, "I thought you were going over because uh, you were asking him for a selfie." And actually, it was the other way around. He was fangirling over you, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He was. He was an absolute legend. What that, a nice guy, though. Yeah, wife amazing. Yeah, well, ama- yeah. The wife's lovely. Hopefully, gonna make it to the Newcastle show in October. Yeah. I mean, I was shouting that to every man and his dog at the wedding. Well, he might not do after. Hey, listen. I was. I've had great reviews from that wedding. Um, just not from the Pre fire marshal. Just yeah, not from yeah. the fire marshal. But um, no, the best bit was I. I've got a friend who's a massive Welsh rugby fan, uh, who's actually nicknamed Welsh. So uh, you know you can connect the dots there. And um, I said to this Adam Jones, this Welsh rugby legend, oh, any chance I could get a quick little shout out for my mate? And he was very, he was loving it. He was like, yeah, yeah, we'll go outside now. And I was going, oh, yeah, quality. So I went outside. Anyway, that's where I had a quick look because I thought I'll introduce him and I'm sure he'd appreciate it. So I'm there going, 95, Welsh caps, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'm here with Adam Jones. He's just going like, I'm having a great day, a great day. And then he went, um, he bit Geordie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I went, but then I went, oh, can you give uh, can you give my mate James a shout out? And he went, James, heard a lot about you. Uh, you know, you're a good lad and all this. And then I said, 
say you looks like a goat because one of the things we say to welsh is you look like a goat and it's yeah. so funny because you see me on the video going so he looks like a goat <laughs> and then adam jones just being an absolute legend went oh yeah there is that uh james you look a little bit like a goat <laughs> <laughs> And I sent it to Welsh, and he was absolutely <laughs> loving it. Yeah, you look like a goat, man. You look like a goat. Um, so, talking of rugby, so uh, obviously the seasons ended for the kids, and um, did re- very, very well at their end of year presentation. I don't know if I mentioned. Yeah, you did. Did I? Uh, so very, very proud, Dad. But what they've started doing on a Thursday now because they can't do contact contact in the off season is they play a game of touch, but they've been doing it as you know, parents can join in as well. So they've been doing this for about six, seven weeks and I've not been able to go to any of them because I've either been traveling to do training or we've been doing shows or whatever it is. But last week or a week before, or the week before, anyway, the week where the last episode was out, I finally had a Thursday night free and I was going with one intention to shoot because they've never watched me play rugby. I sort of, packed it in once they came along because I couldn't commit to all the traveling and uh, plus my knees have gone but I thought nah tonight they're going to see they're going to see what it's about so I went we turned up late so I just jumped straight into a game of touch and uh, the funny thing was there was this other dad who a couple of weeks previously had completely torn his hamstring and he was there watching so I like wave over and I'm like you alright mate and he's like yeah he's like and I'm like, how's the hammy? And he's like, oh, it's not good. I said, and then I joked. I was like, ah, oh, that'll probably be me in a minute. Literally, the next passage of play, <laughs> I make a darting run. To be fair, it was, I was put in beautifully by a fellow, a fellow uh, dad. And I made this burst thinking I was still 19. And as I got to the try line, that was it. Pop, there goes the hammy. And it was absolutely excruciating. It's like a sniper had just been taken out. And just to prove this point, I'm just going to show Adam here the bruise. Have a look at that, man, boy. Ooh, yeah, that's Can tough. We get that? Oh, maybe not. No. But yeah. Um, the so camera doesn't want to see the, any of that. The worst thing about it was we were due to go to Centre Parts the day after. So I literally couldn't walk. And the drive home from rugby with a torn hammy was just on my right leg. So having to control the accelerator and the brake was the most painful 15 minutes of my life. Um, and of course, then I've got a weekend of cycling everywhere, but Mr. PICT <laughs> got himself an electric bike. Oh, nice. And that, So it didn't matter that, you know, nothing left you were torn. I was, yeah, pretty much. I was, uh, it was, it, and we had a great weekend. It was the first weekend since February where I've spent the whole weekend with the kids and we had such a good time. So we go, it was with some of my friends um, who I went to school with and their kids who were due to then go away with in the summer. So it's a nice little precursor to that and we had a, a lovely time. But yeah, I think that's, we've caught up with everything. Getting some stories. Oh, the tour, the rest of the tour. If you've not yet got your tickets, what are you waiting for? In fact, oh no, I was going to say Adam Jones, could he not come to the Newport show? But he doesn't live in Wales, does he? No. Anyway, so uh, shows uh, we've got. Oh, trust me, I gathered in quite a crew for Newcastle. Well, uh, (laughs) again, uh, we will see whether they actually Uh, turn up. Listen, 
I, I've got, I've had messages from Harlequins players left, right, and centre. One of them read, "The man, the myth, the legend. You were on great form, son. You were on great fire th- form." <laughs> Goodness gracious, one of them said, <laughs> "Your ginger nuts were on fire." Yeah. So the uh, Liverpool show, which is happening on Thursday, is a complete sellout. I didn't have any. There's no reason for me to share that information, as you can't get tickets other than to say it sold out. So just, just a little flex. Sold there. out, baby. Second of July, we're in Milton Keynes. Uh, that's close to selling out, but there is then another date. 16th of July, we're in Newport, South Wales. That's got some tickets available, so uh, please do get involved. Uh, we've played the River Riverfront before. It was the second show we ever did. And we did it in the smaller room. They've now upgraded us to the bigger room. And the show is is oh. a lot more polished. And there's loads of new bits. So if you did come to that show and you enjoyed it, don't think like I've already seen it. Because I do genuinely oh, believe... Very, yeah, it's, second, it's, yeah, Well, that would have been, what, three years ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty much a completely different show now. Um, we're then back at the stables in Milton Keynes on the 23rd of July... Uh, followed by the last show of this academic year in Canterbury on the 24th of July. And then we've got that last ever show of this particular tour um, on the 22nd of October in Newcastle. So, story time. I've got a couple of stories from school, actually. So this was a funny one that got shared with me. Um, Right, let me just find it very, very quickly. So, um, we've... we've, uh, this must be happening to a lot of schools. Year sixes with phones and all that oh, sort of yeah. jazz. And we've had a couple of year sixes bring phones into school. Um, so the year five teacher is talking to year five about that that and why that shouldn't happen. Uh, and giving them a warning about it. You know, don't think about it because it's not... Da, 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 da. After she spoke to them all, one of the children puts their hands up and says he doesn't have a phone yet. So the teacher said, yeah, a lot of children at your age don't have phones. I mean, you're nine or ten. Who are you going to call? <laughs> the kid turned around and went, Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> Which just goes to show the level of innocence compared I mean, that, to other that, kids. That's lovely, isn't it? That's where you think, yeah, fair, fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Um, so, and then there was another story today about a kid coming in with brand new shoes but complaining about them hurting. Mm. Um, so saying there's something in them. So the teacher's like, oh, uh, right, let me have a look. Thinking there might have been a stone or maybe like insoles. Or they have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> or no socks. Um, Ooh. No, had a look and mum had decided to put two sanitary towels in the shoes. <sighs> sanitary towels in the shoes. What a bloody pain. Yeah. So we thought this week we're going to start with uh, obviously it's it's that time of year, isn't it? You either love it or you loathe it. Ding. The annual. Oh, I forgot how the tune goes. What the chariots of fire tune? Ding 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 ding. Yeah yeah. Uh, sports day, sports day. Now I know probably everyone who listens to this podcast will have seen the unfortunate video of that mum in the mum's race who falls over wearing a dress the dress comes up it's not half moon no it's eclipse (laughs) full moon to everyone went viral we got i must have got sent it about 50 
times. It was on the Facebook group, and we've been asking for more sports day stories. So funny sports. Day I've stories. got some great ones. Right, yeah. I've got a few here as right, uh, you, as well. Do you want to go? So first I've got a few. And... I've just got you know some of them are. I've just just got to whiz through, and so we'll uh, we'll ease ourselves in. So uh, doing a parent tug of war and the rope snapped. So painful, but memorable in a funny way. Never, <laughs> never repeated. Um, we don't have a field, so use a local field. At lunchtime, the head took a class set of chairs to set up after returning to school to fetch the equipment and then head back to the field. All the chairs had gone. <laughs> Been stolen. Oh, <laughs> Police on the job. What a nightmare. Um, again, this wasn't really funny. We'll be the judge. But one year, some bright spark decided that instead of a parents' race, we would have a welly wanging competition. Let's say that right, yeah. Welly yeah. wanging competition, resulting in a member of staff's glasses being broken when she was hit in the face by the full force of a welly thrown with over enthusiasm by a very competitive dad. Oh God, that would kill. I know. Imagine welly. going home really sore and someone going. Oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah, I just got smashed in the face by a welly bob. <laughs> um, that's going to be a common theme in these stories that I've got about sports day. Just dads. Just dads again. Being too giddy. Being too enthusiastic. OTT. Yeah. We had to stop our sports day as we had a mini tornado. Mm. If you think a wasp in the class is bad enough, try a tornado. Maybe a tornado came and took all those chairs. <laughs> um, I was once asked by the head to walk down the field just before sports day started and move two parents. When I reached them, one was the mum of one child and one was the dad of another child and they were semi-clothed having sex. I don't know who moved faster, me or them. Oh my days. Now that's what you kill an egg and spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the button, lad. Pass the button. Jesus, that's the, that's the most. Just wait a sec. That's the most insane story I think I've ever heard. You think it's like two innocent parents just, oh, just move just them off the lost. track. They might get hurt. And they're there banging on the track. I mean, yeah. Three-legged race and what? Imagine. Do you think they were like? Do you think they went full sports day? Imagine just a bit of foreplay and then on your marks. Get, get set. set. Get set. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he did what. I wonder if he did what most dads do and pulled a hammy halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Snipered. Oh my um, days. I mean. Well, for one, not even like a couple. It was parents of two separate children. That's what I mean. That's crazy, isn't it? I know, yeah. I wonder how that went down with like the team points at the end. <laughs> Extra points. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, points deducted for green and blue house because uh, <laughs> yeah. two of your parents were knobbing. <laughs> not, only, not only that, just the, uh, yeah. Oh, Talk about sack race. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, days! I just keep thinking of sports day puns that you could be used. I know, yeah. I Might can't throw my javelin. <laughs> oh, 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 spam javelin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, scenes. School did a penalty shootout 
on one of my training years on sports day and as the kid kicked the football towards me and net the kid's shoe flew off and hit me in the face <laughs> i had a black eye oh no yeah. you, i mean you don't you don't want any any people getting injured obviously well, school stuff plenty of injuries yeah there yeah. is right um i've got a couple here uh one was a mum was banned because she was taking sports day too seriously the year that tipped the school over the edge was when she brought her own running spikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've, I've, I must have told that story about the dad who turned up f- in a full suit, like full, you know. Yeah, I've, I, this is really early, yeah. And then brought a briefcase, and in the briefcase were his trainers. Yeah, yeah. And he got changed into <laughs> trainers. And absolutely... I don't mind that, to yeah, be fair. I don't it, mind I mean, it. it was very... Very smooth to say the very very least. I'm gonna, I've got, I've got one right, which is my favourite. Right, right. So I'll I'll say that, but then I've got uh, parents running race, all weather surface, uh, mum in flip flops and a strapless maxi dress. Poor woman fell over her dress as a flip flop broke. Dress was pulled down, exposing her bare breasts (laughs) as she skidded across the floor. I had to administer first aid for the crazies covering her chest. <laughs> oh, a grazed she chest. Would have, she would have got like a, a, you know, one of those, you give first place, second place, third place, and then like, what a sport. <laughs> what a sport. <laughs> Great <up>. effort. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I mean, the, there was... time you'd be well up for putting a wet paper towel on it. <laughs> There was once a broken limb during a parent's race. Yeah. Um, it's a dangerous thing. What I don't understand is, like, if you're going to take part, you've got to come prepared. Maybe not with spikes, but think of the attire. Like, you don't wear loose yeah, things. Yeah, it's true. I, we had a couple of parents rock up in... in they definitely knew what they were doing. Like, like yeah. experience. This one. Running through timings for sports day. 9 a.m., girls race. 9.10, boys race. 9.20, mixed race. But miss, we don't have anyone in our form who's mixed race. <laughs> what, I know. Uh, I love that. Do you know when you get comments on Facebook and like you get people who really go for it and they're like, oh, so it was it was 10 past nine. The rain was coming down. Oh, it was yeah, a small yeah. and, and I love that. This person, Sean, <laughs> a dad at my son's school fell over and broke his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you were marking that piece of work, you'd be like, "Need a bit more." Yeah, need try a bit. and include some more yeah. ambitious vocabulary. We need a bit more. <laughs> need a bit more. Um, right. I, I, I really want to do this one. Right. Do this because right, I've got a few more. I've got. I've got one more. Do. I'll do two. Right. We had a staff race and we played a trick on the teacher who had organised a sports day, so he'd lose. He hated losing at anything. As the teachers ran down the obstacle course, tossing bean bags, jumping through hoops, he reached it's like those parents. <laughs> he reached the bendy tunnel first. This is making <laughs> this is just far filthier than because of that story. It's taking on a whole different meaning. Which was the last obstacle? He was laughing that he'd beaten us to it and would crawl out the winner. However, we'd planned it so as soon as he went in, we grabbed it and turned it. <laughs> <laughs> We grabbed it and turned it round. So he came out behind us all and finished last. He cancelled the staff race after that. Um, oh, that's so funny, that. How's he um, not noticed that? I know, yeah. Right. 
It's good this, though. It's good. Sometimes people need bringing down. A this is gonna be right up there for me as right. one of my all-time favorite sports day stories. <laughs> it's just everything about it. I once turned up to sports day in my black PE top and a hoodie. Got hot, so took off the hoodie, only to realise my black PE top was my husband's stag do t-shirt, <laughs> and it read two thrusts Dean on the back of it, mortified. <laughs> <laughs> two thrusts Dean. <laughs> what are you more embarrassed about there? Everyone finding out your husband's a captain. <laughs> Oh my uh, god, that made me laugh so uh, much. Right, um, a couple more. Thrusting. <laughs> the uh, the over under ball team race very competitive between the two year six classes. Not I was the, not the two parents. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the over and under ball race. I was cheering my team on far too close to the action. Got wiped out and fell hard in front of the parents. Problem was, I was wearing a skirt. And everyone in the crowd got a full moon. Oh. And it's bad enough parents doing that, but if you're the teacher. Oh, if you're the teacher. <laughs> this one made me laugh. <laughs> when an over-competitive dad race ends with one running the, running the finish line, crashing through a hedge into the sensory garden lavender patch, <laughs> he emerged looking a bit disheveled and embarrassed, but he smelt really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, I mean... I don't know. I, I obviously spoke on the last step that I, you know, took part in the teacher's race, which I, I, I vowed I'd never do after the time I fell. And, it, you know, I'm still a little bit sore, but I just always think, like, if I was to go to Max or Isla's sports day and it was a dad's race, it, the kids are obviously the ones that, like, force you to do yeah, it. Yeah. But, like, your hammy, that could have easily happened in a parent's race. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. just well, they not don't do worth it. They don't it. do it at their school. They don't do a parents' no, race. No. The thing is about parents' races, that it, all these stories are just all par- really parents' races. That is what I'm there for. Like, yeah, you got to do it. At a sports day, because the thing is about the sports day, uh, and this sounds really bad, but you're obviously there to support your kid. Yeah. But your kid runs in a race that lasts about 10 seconds, and the sports day goes on for like two hours. Yeah, I know what you mean. Couldn't care less about the other kids. <laughs> like as a parent, I just could not care less. I just want to see my kids do their race, and then if I could do one, I would do. But I hold on thinking parents race. Right, this chance. Is, yes, this yeah. is not that I wanted to necessarily join in, but that's. Yeah, always... I just have this vision of you in the parents race. All these parents, ready, set, go! Suddenly, all these parents are running. Then you on an electric bike. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call me ICT. <laughs> See you later, suckers. <laughs> Flying on a drone past him. See you later, guys. Just hanging on the back of a drone. <laughs> I love that. See you later, suckers. <laughs> Straight into the sensory garden. <laughs> yeah. Face first, full of lavender. Uh, Mum's race ended up in a hair pulling, swearing fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> how like, juicy. How does it get to that? How does it get to that? I'll tell you how it gets to that. And this is controvert lane swapping. Someone's lane. Or or that was the mum of the other boy from the other story. Uh, There's also, I think there's a more competitive edge now because of social media as well. 
I've already seen a couple of tweets and <coughs> little posts. Smash the mums. Yeah, race. yeah. Um, so anyway, I wasn't going to intervene, says this teacher. Just remove the children who were shouting, fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love, I love a parents' race, but I love it. I prefer when you know the kids are going. Go on, mom, or go on, dad, or go on. You join in, and then they go all right, and then they just you know they jog it, or they, they you know they run as fast as they can, but they've got a massive smile on the face, and it's all very. I mean, I think the ones that are like you can see limbering up, yeah, you yeah. know, throughout sports day, <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean. I'm just gonna go to the shop, really. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you in a minute. Suddenly they're doing like high knees. Turn up with Lucas Aid. Yeah, they're opening the gate and closing the gate with the with the groins. I'm like, whoa. Um what about this one? Right? And this is I mean, I don't know whether to I'm I'm sort of shocked with this one, but it, at, at the same time I'm sort of impressed. This happened when I was doing work experience at my mum's school in the 1970s. And even now, I can't believe what I saw. A reception child was running a race and when he didn't win, started to have a tantrum. His mum ran to him and as she ran, her knickers fell down. She simply stepped out the knickers, picked them up as she was running and then proceeded to use them to dry his tears. <laughs> now, <laughs> no. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting <laughs> that you'd use knickers to wipe a child's tears. But what I'm impressed with, what, techers? To drop your knickers as you're running over, step out of them, pick them up, and then you, that is, I mean, <laughs> I'm not even angry. <laughs> That's amazing. That is, yeah. I mean, if she was, you know, if she was struggling, there was, there's always sanitary towels in his shoes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, could, could that be a new race? <laughs> Forget the relay with batons. Let's just use some thongs. <laughs> uh, oh, brilliant! So, still got some. Still, we're still not finished yet, guys. Having to ask a few mums not to sunbathe topless. Where are these schools? <laughs> Why? Why are we not working at these? No. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Later, there was a fight between mums about a prior child argument, which meant one mum being kept in the head's office whilst the other was removed from battering on the external door of my classroom with many expletives and me turning up the DVD. May have been a video thinking back to try to drown it out. Honest to God. Should have took off a knickers and put it in the kids' ears. <laughs> <laughs> Multitask. <laughs> Um, not funny, but insane. Oh, another one. Not funny, but insane. In my second year of teaching, trying to explain to mums why topless sunbathing is not appropriate at sports day. Topless sunbathing. <laughs> the thing is... Imagine, <laughs> after the obstacle race, trying to collect the bean bags. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> but the thing is, we usually stream our sports... I wasn't there this year. It was one, one of the days when I'm not there. But I usually set up the camera... And we stream it on Facebook, and and for our parents. Now that would go viral. I know. Can you imagine that? And now, <laughs> start hitting some David Attenborough. And now you see the mother of the child flaunting. Any of these stories? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry for all the parents who are watching live. Uh, there's two parents screwing on me. Feel. Yeah. It just got taken down Facebook. 
it's just goes against our community guidelines. Right, yeah. realizing that the very strong smell of special cigarettes was coming from a group of parents sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> if this is all from the same school, this is unbelievable. Right, uh, last two. Okay, last two. Being told by the head teacher after the sports day was over that maybe I wasn't the right person to use the megaphone during it as it disturbed the meeting she was having in the school. I mean, for one, why would you organise a meeting on sports day? If you're a head teacher, that's, you're, you've got to be involved in the sports day. Yeah, but, I mean, where are we at with megaphones? <laughs> Let, you know. Anyway, I pointed out that I didn't have a megaphone. <laughs> And it was just my normal P voice volume when sorting out activities slash races. You see, and I'm guessing this doesn't surprise anyone. I've I've been told from numerous members of staff that my voice is like so loud. Even yeah. like if I'm on the field and I'm going, right, the, the next race is da-da-da. Everyone always says like, your voice is crazy loud. You know, so other other staff members, for example, will ask me, we just get everyone's attention. And I'm just like, oh, you two, stop going at it. <laughs> We're trying to do sports day over here. Get, get your knickers on. <laughs> um, <laughs> your parent run over you, take out the knickers and stuff them in your gob. <laughs> Shut up. Right. Do you think? <laughs> um, and the last one of our sports day escapades, the dad who turned up in his 70s style shorts and nothing else on. As he ran in the parents race, his crown jewels came into view. He didn't win as he had to stop to pop them away. <laughs> I love that description. I know. The verb, pop them pop. away. <laughs> to scoot them away. Unbelievable. Running in the dad's race. I'm just, I mean, how would he know? Would he just felt him and be like, oh, God. <laughs> Do you know, I love it. How'd you get on in the dad's race? I'd have won it if my sack didn't fall out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are. What, uh, what a great. As always, thank you to everyone who shares those stories. They don't half give us a laugh. And, Unbelievable. Um, yeah. I've realised. Well, what what can we? You know, we say this isn't this is the educational podcast where you don't really learn anything. What lessons have we learned from those stories? There. Well, we've learned if you are going to be a parent at a sports day, you've got to come prepared, but not too prepared. I agree. I think there's also a lesson that if if your child's upset at any stage, <laughs> tissues for God's sake, tissues, Kleenex. <laughs> um, although I, I, I'm still just. I'm picturing it. You're picturing it. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, the techers that's involved, because to me, it sounds like it was in one swift Yeah, movement. so she's like flicked them she's up. She's not even caught slowed them, down. Like a Thor hammer kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, sort of like a Marvel yeah, superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a strange Marvel superhero. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you've got Thor. You've got Iron Man. You've got mum who flicks knickers up in the air and catches them to dry a child's tears. The song. <laughs> That's a good name, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, um, it couldn't have been a thong. You're not drying up tears with a little thong. I know. Thong. Yeah, you're getting no, no. Uh, yeah. And so, any other, any other thing we've learned? Uh, well, you just, just parents, staff. I'd be say, yeah, I agree. Well. I think also, I think one of the main things is if 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 you're bumping uglies with anyone, not on the sports day field, <laughs> anywhere but the sports day field. Or, or don't go in the sensory garden either because yeah yeah and yeah just be careful with your chairs 
be careful with your chairs. And also, there's a time and place for sunbathing, guys. Private gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. Um, right, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. As it's always, been we hope just like, it's crazy that, that those sports day, I mean, those sports day stories are amazing. I do, I know we're going to finish, but I do what I just, this popped up. And I sent it to you before, and it made me laugh this, so much. I don't think I got that, understood this. So basically, have you ever been to a? Uh, so we're going to finish with a little O, right? Right. I don't know much m- much details about this O. Yeah. Um, but basically, a guy. So when you go to pay at pump, right? Yeah. When you go to a petrol pay at pump, right? When you so if you were putting forty pounds petrol in. Yeah. Right, which would get you probably from here to Nana's at best. Mm. If you're gonna put forty pound in, it charges one pound off your card. You get to fill up the forty. So I think it's basically to show that you have got the money to fill up. Right, okay. Then it'll take a pound and then I think within two or three days it'll take the full amount. So basically right. this guy that. took all his cars to a pay at pump <laughs> because he thought that there was a like a a glitch in the matrix where is all his petrol was costing a pound and it cost him an absolute <laughs> oh it's just so i think some people you know i know i know one of my mates says that maybe the day before payday he goes to a pay at pump and and it'll charge a quid off his card he'll fill his car up then when he gets paid and it get comes out it's all yeah. good but um no, I, I just had to throw that in there because that made me laugh so much because the picture of me just looked so confused. <laughs> and on his account, it just says like, Tesco pay at pump like four times, <laughs> one pound. And he's thinking, telling all his mates, <laughs> four quid <laughs> for, for like 120 quid's worth of petty. Oh God. And you'd fill it up, wouldn't you? You'd oh, absolutely you'd, you'd fill it up. You'd go for it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right, so, uh, yeah, as always, thank you so much for listening. We, we really do appreciate your support. Um, as we said at the beginning of the episode, we are just three weeks away from the release of the next book. The pre-orders, uh, thank you to everyone who's already pre-ordered a book. If you've not done it already, please, please do it. Um, it gives us the best chance of being in that bestsellers list again, um, which is would be amazing, incredible. And uh, trust me, it's a belter you'll really like it the story i mean if you've enjoyed that episode with the sort of stories we've shared there then the book is yeah so it's gonna good. tick that box um right so uh, and get your tickets for the show i will see everyone in liverpool on thursday and milton Keynes on saturday um anything else Any no housekeeping no i'd just like to say again as i always do a massive thank you a massive well done um i know these you know next few weeks are going to be crazy but i hope the crazier they are the quicker they go and we can wish our children a happy summer and we can obviously you know have an amazing time ourselves so no well done to everyone thank you so much for the support like lee said get your tickets to the shows grab the book uh i agree i'll echo what he says it will not disappoint there's something in there for everyone and uh last but not least um if you're a dad running in a dad's race tuck your junk away because nobody wants to see that (laughs) (laughs) or you're gonna lose right see you next week cheers great pig